podcast about clueless where we talk about clueless minute by minute i am jesse and with me today is owen jules hello uh so this minute starts out with Cher dragging a heap of stuff to the front door and this is like kind of a just a montage of her like pushing totes and stuff ends with Cher in the like area with like where all the donations are saying to miss guys I've divided them into entrees and appetizers. It's a good indicator of Cher's character, I think, in that she has a good heart, but she lives in this crazy privileged bubble. Yes, that's one thing that I find slightly... I think I just have a mistrust of rich people. Maybe that's it. I have a feeling that the people who you know, just lost all of their stuff in a flood is probably yeah. not going to be worrying about skis. That annoyed me a little bit. I rolled yeah. my eyes. Like, I actually rolled my eyes and be like, really? Like, actually did that <laughs> like, I think both times. Right. But, uh, but you know... I mean, she's sweet. She's sweet. I mean, I mean she's. Important. It's amazing how sweet she is when you consider she is obviously very privileged. She can be really cutting, which refers back. I feel to the like previous that's just minutes. everyone. Well, honestly. the way she, the way she is with Amber is completely different to how she is with everybody else. Amber's her sort of nemesis, so she's capable of being really catty and typically you know, snobby and, and and that kind of thing. And when you look at her father and the way that her father talks to people, it's amazing that she is as nice as she is. Yes. I mean, it is amazing, uh, like, which kind of brings up a thing that I feel like, especially at this point in the movie, uh, she's uh, not perfect, but, like, as close as you can be. Yeah, I, and I think that's the point, isn't it? Is that she is this um, like she is super ascended. popular, prissy, you know, beautiful, perfect girl. I guess it's okay in some circumstances. But I think that's part of it is that she realizes that she isn't the whole package. And that's why she's starting to do this kind of thing. Part of it. Uh, I don't know. I just, uh, like, just some of some of it just feels a little too precious to me. Maybe mm-hmm. that's just me being cynical and jaded. I think the thing about it is, is with Clueless itself, is if you haven't seen it and you've only got a sense of it, it just seems like a dumb, you know, teen movie. But it's actually very cleverly commenting on the whole kind of Valley Girl thing. Yes, it definitely is. And, like, I'll, I give it a lot of a... Uh credit for that and i honestly see why it is considered a classic to most people you know especially of that time mm-hmm. uh, but this is the thing that i mean i i find myself talking about a lot because and sorry to do a shameless plug here but i do the a podcast called classic schmassic which is about classic movies and there are so many classic films maybe are iconic or introduce something new that people have never seen before but when you watch the film as a whole because you've seen everything that's come since the film, 
it no longer has the impact that it once had. So while, yes, if you look back at, you know, 1920, this film did this amazing thing, we've seen it a thousand times since. It's like, you know, if you're an astronaut and you get to go into space uh, many times. I don't think they do, actually, in reality. But this idea, you know, when you saw 2001, A Space Odyssey, when you saw these amazing lingering spacecapes it was mind-blowing but nowadays it's like yeah we've seen all that we've seen all that on star trek next generation every week we don't need to dwell on it yeah yeah which you know again like i don't want to take away from it i just feel like i'm sounding overly negative and everything <laughs> that's fine and i'm worried that the the core audience who are checking out this podcast on the back of as if aren't going to be that interested in my science fiction references but that's perhaps a little bit prejudiced for me as well so don't worry about it. We're both sinning. After Cher's dad says something like, I don't think they need your skis, uh, they had a line, a little line that you mentioned that you liked a lot. Her dad, is it Mal or Mel? I can't remember. Mel, it's Mel. Mel. He says, um, he turns to Josh, and Josh is, is known as being a kind of do-gooder. And he says something like, did you know about this? Are you behind this? Something like that. And, of course... Josh gives this look like, I, I'm nothing to do with it. I don't know what you're talking about. But, of course, oh. he is actually behind it, even though he doesn't know it, because he's the motivation for Cher doing it, because she's fallen in love with him. Yeah, Josh, he's, like, he's firmly in college. Like, I mean, even, mm. like, even as... He, even, like, the way he looks in this movie, even though he looks really young mm-hmm. and, like, vibrant, like, like I'm saying, like early to mid 30 20s or whatever i mean i'm gonna guess at the lowest that Cher is she turns 16 right in this movie yes and he is gonna be i guess 21 and i mean i know paul rudd probably wasn't 21 but then you know alicia silverstone wasn't 16 either when they filmed this there's a big thing in this film isn't there where she won't date is it a high schooler she says yeah it's like she wants to date mature college guys. Mm. Which is what he is. You know. I know they're not technically blood relations, but have they grown up together? There was something there where, like, he was there for a while, at least. Like, they're not, like, blood relations or anything. Cause... But what do you think her dad is going to think of it, you know? Honestly, like, her dad seems, like, pretty cool with him. He did, and yeah. she And he treats her, like pretty much like an adult already but i want to see the sequel he finds out and he's like what get out of my house i trusted you so it cuts directly to uh i guess the campus the where there's a bunch of tables set up with uh with booths or i mean tables with like little things that for people to sign up which we'll talk about that in a second but um uh, she takes some action uh pops up uh it's a the the cover of Shake Some Action by Cracker. Yeah, which which the song was originally released in June nineteen seventy six by the Flamin' Groovies, which is a pretty seventies name. That is uh, mega seventies, yeah. Yeah. And uh they're they pretty much they you know, they just that's just a light reprise. It's you know I have to Not say, as. I've heard the original track, and I much prefer it. Um, but obviously, had they used that track, it would have been totally out of place, because Cracker have completely 90s... Uh, that's not even a word. <laughs> but they've made it 90s, you know. 
Um, so it fits in a bit more. It's a weird choice, but uh, check out the original, though, if you're interested, because it's a great song. Basically, what happens is you get a pan shot of three tables, uh, the first one having... Uh, let's talk about sex, baby. Everything. Nothing's off the table or whatever. Uh, with uh, Amber, who I feel is actually providing a really good service. <laughs> I mean, would you like to talk about sex with Amber? I mean, she probably wouldn't be the best person to talk about. But <laughs> sex education is very important, especially in America, yeah. where there's still a crap ton of absence-only stuff. And, and like at the time, teen pregnancy was still pretty high and... You know, you kind of need to know that stuff. I mean, is she handing out what would Jesus do bracelets? Do you think or no? I think she would talk. <laughs> well, like the the from from how it's sta- how it's stated, I guess on the sign. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it would be like super explicit and probably not the most <laughs> correct, but super explicit. I mean, I can't imagine Amber talking about that because she seems so prissy. But like you say, it does say on the sign. Let's talk about sex, baby. Uh, something like we can talk about everything, or we yeah. will talk about everything. So I'd love to go up and say uh amber what what what's a do you know what (laughs) (laughs) oh okay don't look that up (laughs) (laughs) uh, it's the next sign is uh save the earth which i feel is just a kind of cliche thing isn't it you know it's green the the lady uh sitting at it is also wearing green there then the last one is a pismo uh disaster relief which has tons of people around it just like clamoring to sign up and just everyone is just like oh yeah let's let's sign up and shares just uh shares cashing in on her popularity isn't she to draw everyone to this relief going back though and this is a little quiz for you, being that you were three years old at this time. Let's talk about sex, baby. Is that referring to uh, us? Is that referring to song? It's a song, Something? yeah, by Salt and Pepper, the infamous hip hop duo. Okay, I, I, I don't really know. I think it was pretty about. early '90s that song, so '91, uh, something like that. It came out, but pretty. <laughs> it's a very sort of memorable song. It's one of those songs. I mean, I'm sure you could probably sing it. I'm not going to ask you to, but you're probably familiar. Yeah. Everyone I knows. Might, I might. It's a fret. I might, I might. Yeah, go on then. Let's do it. <laughs> I might. I don't know. No, 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 no please don't. <laughs> I mean, we end up the... I mean, I don't know. There's not much to really talk about that scene. I mean, there was... Uh, I saw some shiny short shorts on someone. Yeah, right at the start. Some, like, yeah. mega disco silver hot pants. And, uh... There was also a, a girl wearing a, a shiny orange jacket, which I thought was very striking. Um, but, you know, besides that, there's not much to talk about there, except for the let's talk about sex, baby. That's the only thing <laughs> I think interesting. Yeah, I one. feel like we keep coming back to that. But, yeah. <laughs> but this, Pism- well, this Pismo Beach disaster, I mean, I'm guessing that wasn't a real thing. But it sounds Maybe? to me like kind of a Hurricane Sandy type deal, you know? Yeah, something. There was flooding and stuff involved, at least from the yeah. thing. Brief. Uh, people lost their skis, presumably, you know? Yeah, people lost their skis and their caviar. Yeah. But I guess if you got some water skis, then you could get around more easily. But water skis and, <laughs> like, like, snow skis are different. Sure, sure. But, you know, beggars can't be choosers. Sometimes you need to put on your snow skis to, you know, to just do some water skiing. Which, (laughs) the uh, last bit of this scene, they go, uh, they're inside the donation center 
type thing, which I don't know where it is, but, you know, there's lots of boxes and people bustling about. Yeah, I'm guessing uh, it's some kind of, like, it, I don't know, like the gym in the school or it, something like that. Yeah, probably. And uh, I, I was going to say, Amber comes in at, right at the start of this uh, scene with a Tiffany & Co. bag, which I don't know if you know, but I believe Tiffany & Co. is like a really high-end sort of jewellers dealing in diamonds and stuff like that. So just showing her, you know, level of prestige, I guess. She's not going to bring in some baked beans in an old carrier bag. Cher is being just the most important person in the room, uh, just directing people. She's got a captain badge on. Yes, it's it's actually... It reminds me It reminds me of, like, a, like if you give, like, a five-year... Like, like a kindergartner, like, a the safety <laughs> officer badge, yeah. almost. That is a perfect analogy, yeah. <laughs> She's just super excited to do her job, and I'm 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 glad that she has that enthusiasm. Uh, where she basically just is directing people around, and she uh, says to Miss Geist that she she needs more boxes because they're filling up. And Miss Geist is like, "Yeah, that's cool. This, it's, you know, it's nice that this is uh, going together." How do you feel Miss Geist is towards Cher? Uh, you know, in terms of what you were saying about giving this badge to her and stuff like that um if i'm honest it feels kind of like the same i guess like the kindergartner teacher being yeah. like here's a badge which even though she's doing stuff important like it feels like she's almost about to, like pat her on the back of the head and being like you're being such a good girl today or something like that <laughs> uh that's how it felt anyway i don't know if that's i mean i, I bet Cher made the badge herself actually but with, oh yeah with some prompting and that, oh that's really nice well that's the thing she had that tone of just like Oh, that's nice yeah. that you have whenever you're... I was going to say, and I guess, going back to the beggars can't be choosers thing, she she's the only one that's volunteered, right? I mean, she's the only one who volunteered, and I feel like other people are because she's popular and mm-hmm. awesome and perfect and everything, so... And uh, then it just goes to the end, where she divides the entrees and the appetizers, <laughs> which... Miss Geis again... Uh, I mean, oh, I like, actually, no, I, that goes directly into the next minute, so I won't talk about... I love the says. fact, though, I love the fact that she actually <laughs> divides them into entrees and appetizers. I mean, it could have been, you know, different to that, but, I mean, is an appetizer not really an entree? I think this is where you're getting into real privilege again. Where, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, well, then let's get on to the question we have for today, which is, have you seen any other Alicia Silverstone movies? The only one that really springs to mind is Batman Forever. Or is it Batman and Robin? The one where she plays Batgirl. Uh, I can't say I've watched it, honestly. (laughs) And I think I've seen... uh, I think she was in Blast from the Past. I've probably seen her in a few. Yes, that's the one movie I've seen. Yeah, Yeah, no, she she doesn't... She hasn't done a lot of movies, honestly. I talked about the last minute I was on, but she hasn't been doomed. She hasn't been in a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, she's on, like, some shows here and there, but, like... I'm going to say Batman uh, Batman and Robin, I'm pretty pretty certain it was she was in and that was when that batman franchise was really jumping the shark you know yeah i mean there, there. i mean i guess there's probably like one movie away from having actual like shark repellent spray <laughs> yeah 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 so if you don't have anything else to say about it then i guess we'll go to plugs great so if you want to check out my show classic schmastic that i mentioned earlier about classic movies you can do that either itunes uh, SoundCloud, all the usual podcatchers. Um, you can find us at. Sorry, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook. We're at C Schmasic. I should say that Schmasic is spelled S C H M A S S I C. 
and put that into Google, you pretty much bring us up. I'm not going to bore you with the exact web address. I am um, Jesse. I do a podcast called Turn to Page where I read a Choose Your Adventure book. I'm about to go into the patter <laughs> again. Okay. Choose it. Choose your. Where I read a Choose Your Adventure book with a couple of friends and we review goof adventure and stuff. It's pretty fun. You should listen to it. There's quite a bit, few episodes out right now. Uh, also, uh, you can find uh, that podcast on Facebook and uh, Twitter at Turn to Page Pod. And you can also uh, listen to my other podcast called Random Sampling, where I have a conversation with my lovely co-host, Carrie Nelson, uh, via the Wikipedia random article button. Join us tomorrow on Minute 85. Thank you for listening to this episode of As If, the podcast all about Clueless. This has been produced by Darren Husted, executive produced and hosted by Jesse Cooper, along with my guest, Owen Chules. Follow us on Facebook at As If, the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at As If, underscore podcast. Follow us on Instagram, As If, podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Shout Engine, or the podcasting app of your choice. Please rate and review if you enjoy. Clueless is owned by Paramount Pictures. No infringement is intended. All rights reserved. Copyright 2016.